Today on the podcast, Christina Pascucci is hitting the streets of Long Beach to find out more about a possible new solution to helping out restaurants that have been battered by restrictions put in place because of COVID-19. The Open Streets Initiative would allow restaurants, bars, and cafes to take over parts of streets and parking lots that now sit empty to use for outdoor dining. Many in the restaurant industry have expressed that while they're still able to offer pickup and delivery service, those options alone haven't provided enough revenue for them. By extending dining areas into outdoor spaces while maintaining safe practices, it could help bring a little more relief to some of those establishments that are struggling. And Long Beach isn't alone in considering these options. Cities around the state, many of which have already restricted traffic on some streets, are also looking at the possibility of expanding outdoor dining and drinking. Christina trekked over to Long Beach Coffee and Tea to chat with Tom West. Tom shares his thoughts on the Open Streets Initiative, and he also tells Christina about some of the amazing philanthropy happening at Long Beach Coffee and Tea. Hey, Bobby. So I'm going to try to do something different today, and I am walking along Pine Avenue in Long Beach. I got my Converse on, just finished my report, and I want to talk about the Open Streets Initiative that the City Council has considered It's really interesting because we talk about what a post-COVID world would look like. And this is one way to get a glimpse into that. What they're considering is making sidewalks and streets open to restaurants so that they can serve customers in a socially distanced way. I'm going to talk to the veteran-owned restaurant, Long Beach Coffee and Tea. Tom is awesome. And if it sounds like my voice is muffled, it's because I have a mask on. Tom? Yes, yes. Okay, hey. Now a good time? Of course. All right. Thank you. So I just, I love the concept of what you guys do. Before I ask you your opinion of this Open Streets Initiative, give me a little background on your restaurant. Okay. A little background on a restaurant. We're a veteran and woman-owned business. Yes. And uh, we both came from technology. I came from aerospace and defense. And uh, Shannon came from an energy efficiency company. And we always love to do philanthropy, particularly around veterans. Mm -hmm. So... When we decided to open up a business, we thought, what's, what's a better business to open up? What's more social than a coffee shop? Yeah. Everybody likes to go out and have a cup of coffee and socialize. So we found it a really unique way to kind of reach the community. And, and I see all these bags right here in the corner. Those are bags you're donating to people? Correct. Correct. So anybody, anytime um, we have folks that are experiencing homelessness, we have some people that are just having challenges at home. So we're always taking donations from dog food to feminine products to hygiene kits uh, to clothes. And, of course, our food, as you can see, we just had a delivery of food so we can hand out. You said you feed a lot of people every day. We do. Anywhere from 40 to 60 people every day. And that's a real testament. We work with the DAV. They work with disabled veterans. Uh, We work with a number of other organizations here in Long Beach. The World Food Kitchen has been phenomenal with the outpour of great quality food that they've put in different places to hand out. So it's a real testament to the community, really kind of coming together, just uh, people that can't afford it and have the ability right now, they show up in groves to help out. I love this. All right, let's talk about what the last couple months has been like for you guys, because I know all restaurants are taking a hard hit. Yeah, it's really been challenging because, uh, you know, on average during the week, we see maybe four to six customers per day which is pretty low. But on the inverse of that, we're seeing, like I said, 40 to 60 people that are in need. So our primary focus has been kind of focusing in on that and taking care of those and especially new folks. We're meeting a lot of new people that are living in their cars and 
and experience and hardships, and, and it's a way that we can directly help and directly impact. As a veteran-owned company, um, veteran and woman-owned, as That's you said, right. it's very important for you to look out for your veterans. 22 suicides a day. 22 suicides a day. The current system that we have is you, you take a soldier that goes right from combat and they transition to civilian life. And it's a, it's a rude awakening. It's very, 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 very tough. There's no transitional component. So one of the things that we're doing is we're building a 40-acre ranch with 25 tiny homes on it, a coffee plantation, the ability to roast and ship coffee. The idea being is that when a soldier uh, transfers or transitions, they'll come to the ranch first. So six months, they have a job. They get all those service connections. They get to work on family counseling too. People don't realize the divorce rate within the first year is almost 48%. Horrible, right? They've got all that ideas on a perfect storm. Um, so they come live on the ranch for six months. And at the end of it, Wells Fargo is already committed to work with each veteran to get them into home ownership with a zero down home loan of something that they can actually afford, not qualify for. That, that's the key part. So when they do transition fully into civilian life, they've been able to deal with a lot of those things before they transition. You know, for me, when I transitioned, I lived on the streets for th three months. I did the alcoholism. I did everything in order to kind of tear myself apart and everybody around it until I actually woke up one day and go, I, guess I have some real issues here. What we're trying to do is be very proactive, is to get these veterans, get them some self-worth, what they've had in the military, and really make a huge impact on the 22 a day. So that coffee Correct. symbolizes so much more. Right. And if you look at the coffee bag, it's a, it's a simple black bag with a teardrop on it. The black represents the despair that some veterans have when they come home, especially PTSD, wounded vets. Uh, the teardrop is the sadness that we have for them. And the reflection is in the bag shows yourself because you're part of the solution to help these veterans in a positive. I love that. How are you able to afford all this with you know, the hit you've taken during this time? You know, it's, uh, it's really a testament for, for us and a lot of people in this community uh, we actually had a couple come down two weeks ago and donated their stimulus check. Oh my God. You know, and they're both in healthcare and they're on the front lines, but they see the impact on a daily basis what it has in the community. Wow. So in doing so, they want to give back. And there's, there's a lot of those stories in downtown Long Beach, which makes us a really special place. That stimulus check you'll then use for other things to right. help the community. Right. Um, okay, amazing. I could talk to you for hours about all the good work you're doing. Let's talk about this new Open Streets initiative. Okay. And have you talked to other business owners about it? What do you yeah, think the consensus uh, is? I know Romeo from uh, Romeo's Chocolates and then Lori Gray from the Pie Bar. Um, both have had some great ideas on that, trying to create a new open space. Kind of, It's kind of a paradigm shift from what we've had before. Not only is it open air seating, but properly spaced apart and along with that to have you know to basically kind of up the standard on how we sanitize it's not just food service anymore it's a matter of how we serve how clean that environment is um, and all of those things so in dealing with that I really like the concept of kind of having where you can go on Pine Street and get a, a, a breakfast sandwich or a lunch sandwich you can go down and get a fresh piece of pie you can um, go over to Crest and have a, you know, a local beer. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's kind of that open food court kind of yeah. idea. And I think it works really well. Let's 
step out if we could. Although you guys can't see what we're doing. So there's this kind of like potted plant area with some soil. And uh, I'd say it takes up pretty much your entire storefront area. So it, <laughs> what would happen if this Open Streets Initiative passes and they move forward with making this outdoor area a place where your customers can sit? Yeah, and I think not only just in front of our shop, but really be a common area for the entire block, right? So in other words, you can go and you can uh, select food and beverage from three or four different places and have a common area to sit down. Okay. And would that be in the middle of the street here on Pine, or it just depends no, what no, they I end up doing? They're looking at taking away some of the parking spots. Um, that was one of the models that they've, they've been trying, where they put the outdoor carpet down in the seating. Um, you know, we have parking garages on either side. Most people don't know you get two hours free parking. So it beats the meters any day. Yeah. And you're not running out every 24 minutes trying to beat the uh, ticket guy. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. They're the most right. efficient oh, out yeah. of any job I think that exists. I always get that dang ticket. Right. So if right. you're walking down the middle of the sidewalk here, is this going to remain as a walkway in the plans that they're considering right now? It will. It will remain as a walkway. However, the first... I believe it's two and a half feet in front of the storefront stores can use because traditionally in the summertime we've always had outdoor seating and and we space it appropriately but right now of course there's you're not able to sit and dine anywhere inside or out yeah but long term if you look at the way crest market's done it you know they they're two and a half three feet out and they have the ability to put out their tables and chairs and space those accordingly in a very safe manner um, here where it's a little trickier, there's things we can do with the planners, there's things we can do with parking spaces to do it in a more responsible way. And masks required or and how will that required. work? You know, I think going forward, I, you know, I've always been an advocate for personal space. Everybody has a bubble, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's really important. And then also, I think we need to increase the standard at which we sanitize. You know, I think hand sanitizer should always be part of restaurants. How you how you do gloves and having restrictions on, use a pair of gloves, throw it away for cross contamination. Pick up a new pair of gloves and so on and so forth, to really give that that comfort level to the consumers. That you're being responsible about it and they're not at risk. It's pretty amazing how washing your hands has become a thing. Right. <laughs> like, shouldn't it have been a thing before? Yeah, I talked to my mom a couple of weeks ago and she says, "Really? Do you have a problem with that?" No, mom. <laughs> You know, we, we walk it to mom. religiously, of course, of yeah. course. Anything else you want to leave our listeners with in terms of the changes that could be coming, not only to to Long Beach, but L.A. County and, and the country as a whole? Our dining right. experience is going to change. It, it is going to change. And I think, you know, you got to look at the positive side of that. Well, what's the best way? I mean, uh, pathogens, and whatnot, they're not going to go away. We have the flu every year. Now we have... COVID and, and it goes on and on. So I think it's a good opportunity for all of us to realize maybe there's a better way, you know, and having these great ideas and you have, and the whole restaurant community in Long Beach taking a really hard, honest look at it. We were told that changes could be coming within weeks. Right. What are your thoughts on what that would look like? Because LA County is still a safer, home, safer at home order still in place. All the way till the end of July, I believe, right? Um, you know, for us, it, I think it's going to adapt slowly. But I also think at the same time, you can't wait for that perfect 100% foolproof plan. Sometimes you have to have that 75% plan and build on it and go forward and not have everything absolutely perfect by the time we show up. There's a number of businesses now in Long Beach that will no longer open. And the longer we wait, 
the more we're going to see of that. You know? What are you doing to protect yourself? Oh, we've, well, religiously, the way we do social distancing, how we interact with customers. Um, as you can see, when you pay, it's we're not exchanging credit cards. Um, we clean religiously, but we've always done that. The thing that's new for us is having the mask and having the gloves and having the safety precautions. Uh, we also did, we had some customers donate 100 masks the other day so that people on the streets would have the opportunity to also have masks because that's something that's kind of been forgotten in this since it started. And what about, how do you protect yourself economically? Well, yeah, that's, that's the tricky part. You know, I mean, right now we've certainly taken a, a rather large hit. It's going to be very tough for us to recover. Um, but what do you do? I mean, sales are down right now. Do you sit at home? Or do you re-envision the way that you're going to engage customers in the future? Use that negative time to kind of reinvent yourselves. You know, I think that's important. You should be a motivational speaker. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I'm feeling inspired. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate your time. Oh, appreciate the Open Streets Initiative proposal went before the Long Beach City Council last night. After a vote, they have decided to move forward with the plan. For more information on the Open Streets Initiative and Long Beach Coffee and Tea and the work they're doing, visit ktla.com slash coronavirusdaily, where we'll put up some links in the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and keep sharing with friends, family, and members of your community. Let us know what you think by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And you can find us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at KTLA Podcasts. And Christina is at Christina KTLA on Twitter at Christina Pascucci on Instagram. For the very latest headlines on the coronavirus pandemic anytime, visit KTLA.com or check the KTLA News app. We'll have another episode of Coronavirus Daily for you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.